How you doing, folks? Ron Raymond here from the Ram Report for a uh, Wednesday. It is August 24th. Hope you're having yourself a good start to your wacky Wednesdays. As always, don't forget to subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right-hand corner or hit the subscribe button below this video if you are using a mobile device. Today's podcast and live stream is brought to you by ATSStats.com. You can get the Ram Report each and every day right here at ATSStats.com. And also, you can listen to us now by... Uh, just go into your favorite podcast platform, either Apple, um, there's Spotify, uh, iTunes, and uh, iHeartRadio, uh, I and you can uh, get the Ram Report anywhere you download your podcast, and you can get it for free each and every day just by visiting our YouTube channel right here. Just type in the Ram Report. And you will find us. We are live streaming every Monday to Friday, 1030 Eastern. And you can get us live right here at uh, the Ram Report. All right, I uh, hope you have yourself a good start today. My name is Ron Raymond, a five-time sports handicapping champion based out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. I'm a, uh, looking forward to today's show. We've got some good information coming your way. Hopefully you had a good night in uh, doing your picks. We went uh, 3-0 with our selections yesterday. We had a uh, members pick with the Toronto Blue Jays. We also had a uh, premium pick on Tampa Bay. And our uh, free pick of the day was the LA Dodgers. So a little chalky, but you know what? We'll take the 3-0 and take the money and run. Hopefully uh, you had a great day wherever you were uh, betting. Or if you just took the day off and enjoyed the uh, the day. Sometimes, like I say, in the, in the, uh, in the top 10 commandments, sometimes you got to take that day off and enjoy uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the days. Because uh, now that um, college football is here this Saturday and you got the NFL preseason, and before you know it, NHL preseason, NBA preseason, and we'll be right back in the thick of things when it comes to sports betting. All right, uh, on the show here today, we're going to have, uh, tomorrow actually, we're going to bring in uh, Ross Benjamin of rbwins.com. You guys might remember Ross from a couple years ago. He uh, done the podcast. We used to do it every morning. And uh, Ross will be on the show tomorrow. And uh, looking forward to that. We're going to talk a bit of college football and some NFL and uh, today we're going to look at, uh, just like we do every day, we'll do our market watch, our uh, Bulls and Bears report. On the workshop today, I'm going to look at three games in college football and the perception versus reality angle. And I'm going to see how those teams did last year against A, B, and C type teams. So you don't want to miss that segment today. We're going to look at the games between Nebraska and Northwestern, Wyoming and Illinois. And we'll take a look at that North Texas, Texas El Paso, and uh, Texas El Paso, UTEP. And they, uh, they had a pretty good uh, record against the, uh, the point spread 
against those seed type teams in the rain report and we'll get to that in just a few minutes also we'll take a look at the cfl forecast for week number 12 we got college football week zero which i call week one because if you ask my database what week we're in well there's uh, there's no such thing as week zero for our database it is week one but um the ncaa did uh, have a week zero so uh, if, I, would, I would be curious to talk to all the guys out there that covers or stat fox and all that if it messes up their uh their algorithms when they're doing their uh, their generation of stats right when they generate their stats also top five sports betting options i'll be talking about the top five here today i'll be putting in my picks i did my research morning because we do have some early games today in major league baseball and then uh, as uh, our good friend alan iverson would say we're talking about practice but not practice but we'll be talking about the 80 percent club one fact stats and uh, that's always a uh, a popular feature here with the members right here at uh, the Ram Report. All right, I see uh, people logging in, and I'd like to wish good morning to Brent Vianney. Ron B's in the house, and like I always say, and you, you know you got a good broadcast or a good uh, live show when a guy named Ron B comes in the house. Any guy named Ron, right? Bo Jackson's in the house. Good morning, Bo. Boss Hogg's in the house, uh, driving the General Lee car. And uh, today's poll question of the day is, uh, who do you like tonight between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Boston Red Sox. Now the Blue Jays going to send Jose Barrios to the hill, and I'm seeing a little bit of conflicting reports for the um, for the Boston Red Sox. It looks like it's going to be uh, Brayan Bello, but uh, if you look at some of the other um, uh, sites, you see that uh, Rich King of the Hill might get the nod. But uh, for this uh, show, I think we're going to go with uh, Bello here tonight against uh, Jose Barrios. As you know, with Jose Barrios. You're uh, picking Toronto and Barris on the hill on the road. Well, you, you better get that bottle of Pepto Bismol because you might need it, right? There's Mitchell Watson. Good morning, Mitchell. And uh, yeah, everybody is tuning in right now and getting ready for the show. And uh, hopefully, we can get you guys some winners today. I want winners. And we'll get you some winners, Mike. Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Single uh, Terry was a big, uh, big soundbite guy here on the show yesterday. But we love Mike, uh, Mike soundbite. Very intense, right? That's uh, what do you expect from a middle linebacker of the Chicago Bears, right? Think of all the great ones are a lacquer. Yeah, that's uh, that's what you get with Chicago. Never talk a lot about the offense in Chicago. Maybe when Sweetness and you know McMahon those days. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll um, look forward to today's show. And as uh, we always kick it off, don't forget you can always get my book here at uh, atsstats.com. If you go to the website and you go under Tools, 50 Greatest Sports Betting Secrets. You can get my book that I wrote in 2009. It's uh, listed uh, in the Amazon.ca or .com website as well. And uh, there's a foreword by my good friend Ross Benjamin. Ross, uh, there's a couple of tricks in there from Ross Benjamin. Some of his betting secrets are also in the book. You can get this book right here at ATSStats.com. And the mission statement of the podcast is always to help and educate the novice sports bettors. And uh, we also like to teach uh, an old dog a new trick sometimes. And uh, you, if you are new to sports betting and uh, you really want to uh, uh, get better and show a profit, well, listen to the show. Give it a few uh, weeks, and hopefully we can change. Uh, or get, Like I always say, hopefully you have an open mind. And if you do have an open mind and, uh, and you accept it, you know, and if things aren't broke, don't fix it. But if you're not making money, you're not having fun. And that's the, the main thing of the show here. In fact, that's the number one, um, uh, number one rule of our show. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. And uh, that is the number one rule of sports betting. It has to be fun. If you're not having fun, why are you doing it, right? It's a hot Tuesday, wasn't it? Says uh, it's a man's world. 
and uh, Gloria Kay's in the house. Good morning, Gloria Kay. And uh, yeah, Gloria Kay always gets her soundbite. Put that coffee down. Does coffees for closers, and Gloria Kay is a closer. All right, uh, hot Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday was hot for Major League Baseball. I know I had the Blue Jays in the Rays, and everybody say, oh, surprise, surprise, Ron's on the Rays. If they make you money, um, eh, the Rays have been doing this all year. Show me the money! Yeah, they've been showing me the money, and uh, Tampa Bay, just one of those teams, those uh, middle of the pack, those, uh, you know, the average Joe-type teams that uh, they don't fly under the radar anymore, but uh, sometimes you're going to pay a little bit of the juice, but the Rays are pretty, uh, pretty, um, they're pretty good at home, especially when they're playing at home at Tropicana. All right, uh, who else is in the house here? I see uh, Boss Hawk says 14-2, to two, the faves yesterday. That was absolutely crazy. I was looking at this morning, the SPI, and we'll get to that in just a second. Ren Vienne, I'm on Toronto, over 5.5, was a skeptical yesterday. But how was Boston as how Boston has Yankees number? I feel Toronto has Boston's number. Yeah, they're, they're what now, 6-1 and one at Fenway this year. So I got my T-shirt and coffee yesterday. Thanks, says Gloria K. That's awesome. I've, hopefully it uh, turned out okay. And, uh, yeah, so looking forward to that. And if you want to do get a, uh, a T-shirt here of the uh, Rain Report, you can see below this video, you'll see there's a, a store. And uh, also, if you want to join the Breakfast Club, that's what we call our members area because people go up here each and every morning at 1030. And that's uh, the, the Ramblers and Gamblers of the Rain Report Sports Betting Podcast that you can see here each and every day. And there's my good friend John Fresco, Japper SI 77 or Japper C 77. I've got to... I gotta, you're gonna have to send me a, an enunciation on how you, uh, Japper C77 or Japper SI77. We'll get that down eventually there, Johnny. Um, all right. What else are we gonna talk about here today? The five fundamentals of sports handicapping. And if you go to the website, you go to tools and you go to the golden rules of sports betting. And here are my five fundamentals. These are things that I include into my sports betting each and every day. I look for value, I play the percentage play. I look for performance cycles. Make sure I get a team that's in a right cycle. Player availability slash injuries and a uh, disciplined money management system. And uh, you can follow the Rain Report. You can learn more about it. We do have some videos on our website. Want to learn about the sports betting system. And, um, you, you know, you don't have to ask me. Just ask anybody in the bullpen. And the thing is, you know, you don't have to follow it religiously. Uh, it does have its core values and fundamentals that a lot of people do use. You're going to hear me talk a lot about in the show uh, A-type teams, which are teams that have a record of 60% or higher. B-type teams that have 50 to 59.9. Those are your average Joe-type teams. And then your C-type teams, teams you're hard to trust. Those are teams below 500. And those teams come with a uh, uh, low public confidence but high rewards when they do win. And you know the rules. I hardly bet on C-type teams. And I talk about performance cycles. And you're going to see right here. Teams that are bullish, neutral, or bearish. And uh, depending on the sport that you're wagering on, if you're wagering on uh, Major League Baseball, NHL, or NBA, I look at the uh, at teams through a seven-game cycle. And if a team is 7-0, 6-1, or 5-2 in their last seven games, I call that a bullish team. If they're neutral, they are 3-4, 4-3. And, and if they're bearish, that means they're, uh, they're ice cold. They're as cold as ice. Is that a foreigner song? I can't remember if it was foreigner or not. But 0-7. Uh, one and six or two and five in their last seven games. And uh, one of the rules in the rain report, I don't bet on bearish teams. Now, speaking of the Ten Commandments, the uh, teams that um, these are these are golden rules of sports betting. And again, if you guys have any 
golden rules that you live by and you swear by and you want to add them to the uh, the page right here shoot me an email at ronraymond at atsstats.com or uh, post it into the bullpen or uh, you know just try to get in, in contact with me and if it's um if it, it makes a lot of sense and the bullpen the ramblers and gamblers approve then we get we added on to the list uh, right now we do have 10 coming in at number one avoid and don't bet on c type teams in the rain report i just talked about that i never lay points i will only bet money line take the points or i'll bet the total on a game never bet on double headers in major league baseball i follow a disciplined money management system never force a pick because you need action on the game that is rule number five never chase losing bets on a bad day bet with your wallet not your heart beer and pizza money if you do bet on those c on c type crime games Never bet against an eight-type team who is bullish at home. I learned that last weekend when the uh, Houston Astros took on the Atlanta Braves. Four-game series, you'd think the, uh, the Astros would win more than one game, right? But uh, that's what you get when you get a hot team, right, like the Atlanta Braves. Number nine, the rule number nine of the Rain Report is, uh, or the Top Commandments, is uh, the 24-hour rule of betting. Anytime you uh, you hit big or you, you had a nice, uh, had a great day, let's say you hit a, a you know, five unit play or you hit a 10 team parlay or whatever um you know and it's a great feeling right when you win that big bet it just validates all the research all the uh, all your thought that you had going into that pick take that day off the next day because uh, don't let a big win go to waste because a lot of times what happens that uh, sports bettors will have that big uh, win then next thing you know <laughs> sometimes they lose it within the hour right or you um you know the next day you, you want to repeat it because, you know, you, you want to continue that high. But uh, it very rarely happens. So that's why I call take the 24-hour uh, rule of betting. Take the day off after a big, uh, nice cash-in. And then uh, number 10, never bet on any team, A, B, or C, who are in a bearish cycle. Uh, let them work out of that phase. And uh, that's why uh, when you bet on bearish teams, and you go, when you bet, especially those C-type teams, and they're like six, seven-game losing streak, or they're one in six in their last seven, you know, there, there's a reason why they're a C-type team and they're bearish, right? Because they, uh, they're they not uh, doing a good job right now, the current cycle that they're in. And don't be a pick standings better, right? Don't look at the standings and say, okay, I'm betting the Yankees today, Dodgers. Follow teams through cycles, and you will see, um, if you follow the rain report, we'll have a uh, uh, probably a, a, a more uh, different opinion on the way you approach your sports betting. And that's the big word, approach, right? Way It's like, it's like a good tee shot, right? You ever sit there in the in the tee box and you put on your tee, stand back, you get the grip, you know, you're ready to grip it and rip it. Then you just sit there and you're, you know, you're just squirming along. You're thinking, then you pull back and you go, you know what? I don't think I like the way that ball is placed. And then you got your three buddies in the background going, well, you just hit the ball already. But you ever got one of those, uh, those friends who just, you know, you wait for them to tee off and they, they take like three minutes just to tee it off the fairway. Hey, I'm probably that guy, especially on putting. When I'm putting, I like to take a long look. I know some people like to take the approach, you know, get on the green and then you know, give it one look and then tap it. I like to really read the green, right? Anyways, turning into a golf show here. Oh, you know why? Because uh, in Ottawa here today, the uh, nation's capital, we have the uh, the CP Open. I think the uh, women's uh, professional golf there in Ottawa. So uh, Brooks Henderson is here in Ottawa. So we wish her good luck. And hopefully uh, uh, it's tough, you know, when you're um, a hometown favorite and then everybody's uh, – Cheering for you. I know she did it a couple years. She came in fifth, but uh, Brooks Henderson is uh, she's a pretty good golfer. All right. Uh, although they are closers to a D team, says American Nations, don't bet on C type teams, aka Tigers. Yeah, I wouldn't bet the Tigers. Hey, eh? cannot play with them. 
Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't bet the Tigers. Hey, neither can Mike. Uh, I never bet on my favorite teams, although they are closer to a D team. Yeah, I don't think I've uh, I've included it. You know what? If I if I put in a D type team in the rain report, <laughs> that's pretty bad. Hey, that, that's uh, that's almost like uh, Washington Generals bad against the Harlem Globetrotters, right? If I put in a D type team, that that's uh, yeah, we got problems. I've been thinking about the Tigers too today <laughs> as well for some reason. Hey, what's with the Tigers? Everybody betting the Tigers these days. Here's the thing: when you don't bet on those C type teams, you don't have to worry about the uh, you know, teams with a 35% win percentage uh, trying to make you money, right? And I say it all the time. If you're betting on those C-type teams and they got a win percentage of 35%, you got a 35% chance of winning your bet. You know, you are what your record says you are. And uh, speaking of uh, winning, uh, I, I'm doing research right now, and I'm calling it the title of the research is DNA of Winning. And I think I'm going to bring it out next week. I've, uh, I've got about 90% completed. Uh, it's for the NFL, and uh, it's... Uh, going to bring it out this week and I said you know what why bring it out this week when we're still in preseason all the hype will be next week so I'll bring out this um, uh, this little research that I've been doing and uh, winners will win as Mike uh, Singletary I said. want winners and hopefully I'll give you guys some winners next week on the DNA of winning okay uh, I used to play hockey with a guy and he, he had this great saying it was winners win winners win and no matter what uh, you know we've all been there right you play in these beer league teams and you play in the de garage, as they say in French. Um, everywhere you go, there's that one guy. Everywhere he goes, he wins, right? The winner. And everybody, <laughs> you know, everybody wants that guy on the team because, you know, he's, he gives you his best effort. And he's a good player, right? But, uh, yeah, winners win, and uh, hopefully we can win you some money here uh, in the long run if you do listen to the show each and every day. All right, uh, where are we on the uh, schedule? So we talked about the 10 commands. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the money management system that I use is right here. And it's, uh, again, A, B, and C type teams and teams that are bullish, neutral, and bearish. If you look at the type of team, so let's say Tampa Bay is at home. Let's say right now we're – I won't pull up Detroit. I don't have a D type team here. So I will pull up uh, – let me see. San Diego, a B type team. San Diego is neutral right now. So B type team, home neutral. Betting San Diego, I would recommend four units today. That's how the uh, the money management system works. And one day I'll go more in depth and detail on how I came up with the uh, the bet units for each of these um, uh, these units placed when you're betting on these A, B, and C type teams. A, B, C. A always B, B, C closing. Always be closing. Always be closing. Always be closing those winning tickets and winning bets. And you can see right here, speaking of winning, Boy, we got some nice winners from the past. And uh, look at these beauties. Hey, I can't help but call these guys these beauties, right? Um, you know, these guys, they've won the World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest. And we are going into season number 11. Folks, you can join the World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest at WorldSeriesOfHandicapping.com. All you got to do is sign up. It's free. And you know the rules. If it's free, it's for me. And when you do sign up, you uh, once the uh, NFL season week one gets going and normally the uh, the lines open up every Wednesday at a ble I believe it's one o'clock Eastern and then um, you make your seven picks sides or totals and you rate those selections seven units to one unit and the person with the most amount of units not the win percentage but the units it's all about the money right it's all about straight cash homie it's all about straight cash and the person with the most amount of units at the end of the season will win the Baron Championship rings courtesy of the World Series of Handicapping 
Football.com football contest. All right. So as we always do before we start the show. Oh, hey, and I'll talk about this in a second. Lucky Tuesday. and running today at Saratoga in fact you can bet the uh, the races today at Saratoga and if you go to the website atsstats.com we got all the races today for Saratoga for free all you got to do is go to the website and then go to horses free tip sheet and uh, you go to the pull down menu and races 1 to 10 today at Saratoga and you can get that all for free today in fact let me go to race uh, number 2 today at Saratoga first race the hurdles race so we're going to go right to the uh, the second race. It's a $88,000 maiden special weight race. How did they come up with 88000 That's what I like to know, right? Uh, 139 post time, seven furlongs on the dirt, and we are going to recommend 732 in race number uh, two at Saratoga. In the seven horse, my guy Luis Saez in the saddle, the 31% in the money Luis is in his last 100 races. He's 5-1 to one morning line. You're going to like this uh, horse, the number three gambling girl, with Irad Ortiz Jr. in the saddle, he's 30%, even money at 1-1. to one. And then the number two horse, in good trouble, John Lascano in the saddle. And you can see he's 10-1 to one morning line. And our uh, long shot, our Joker's Wild of the day, is the four horse, our Rosie Diamonds, with Gomez in the saddle, 30-1 to one morning line. And yesterday in the uh, in the show at, uh, I believe it was, um, was it, uh, Belterra Park, we gave out uh, Lucky Tuesday. And you know what? I said I'd follow up on Lucky Tuesday. And I said, if you took $20 budget, you put 10 to win, 10 to place on Lucky Tuesday. Now, Lucky Tuesday didn't come in first, but he did come in second. He paid $690. So if you put that $10 to place, you did win some money. And Lucky Tuesday was a lucky horse here on the uh, Ruby Tuesday of the Marine Report. All right, today um, in race number two at Saratoga, I'm going to go right to August Bloom. August is a beautiful month, right there, uh, uh, Bo Jackson, a uh, fellow Leo. Uh, the number seven horse, which is one of my lucky numbers. In fact, that's the number I wore as a quarterback. August Bloom with Luis Saez. And if you got a $20 budget, put 10 to win, 10 to place on the number seven horse, August Bloom. This way, if August Bloom comes in first, you get paid twice. He comes in second, you get paid once. That's also nice. And uh, good luck today if you are betting the ponies. All right. Uh, so, yeah, lucky Tuesday. Uh, we got lucky with the uh, the second place, so I like that. All right, what's uh, next on the uh, the docket right here? And uh, we are going to go to the SBI. And before I do that, I saw some messages. And again, if you see the poll question of the day, who do you like tonight between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Boston Red Sox? 86% right now are uh, going with Pepto-Bismol. Jose Barrios okay, at 86%, 14% for the uh, the Boston Red Sox. And uh, yeah, Boston mailing it in, I think, for the rest of the year. But uh, let's see what some of the ramblers and gamblers are saying right now. So let me here. Let's see that. There we go. Uh, I got my T-shirt. Uh, I'm doing good. Great day yesterday, says Gloria K. Your mic seems low. Sound effects are normal, but your mic seems low to me, Ron. All right, so the mic seems low. Uh, let me see here. No, I think I'm good. Uh, can you guys hear me okay on the mic? Just uh, do a mic check. No, oh, the mic is good. I think um, to turn up your speakers. There you go. Hey, turn up your speakers. I think the mic is at a very uh, good level. We're at minus 5.8 decibels. So, yeah, we are, uh, we're good to go. 
Are you guys finding the mic a little bit low today? Do I need to uh, eat the mic, as they say? Hey, Ross Benjamin, you give me some lessons there. He's he's um, used to be in a band or he managed a band, and he would, every time we do the show, he say, "Yeah, you got to eat the mic." What? Eat the mic? I just had breakfast. Hey, uh, I guess no, no. He means you got to talk lower to the uh, closer to the mic. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yes, yeah, so I had the Yankees and Jays in Tampa Bay. Says John. Uh, morning. Just flew back from Vegas. Hope everyone is having a great week so far. Welcome back, Mark Nations. Hopefully, uh, yes, it was that with the baseball or the flag football. I know there was uh, some uh, seven on seven going out there. I know Mark uh, does involve in the, I think, touch football or flag. Um, I'm kind of a Tigers again. <laughs> you guys are your Tigers. Killing me out here. Uh, I could see an upset too, but I hate betting on the Tigers, says Primetime99. Uh, don't bet C type teams, aka the Tigers. Yeah, I never bet on my fave, although they are closer to a D. I'm thinking about the Tigers, says uh, Brent Vienni. Man, you guys are killing me with this Tigers talk right here. Welcome, Bert McGirt. That's a, that's a great name. Bert McGirt's in the house, and welcome, Bert. And uh, you got the, uh, you the Stone Cold welcome right there, Bert. Hey, we just saw it on screen. Bert McGirt just signed up. So, yeah, anytime anybody who signs up and I see it on the screen, I'll uh, you get a Stone Cold uh, Steve Austin welcome right there. All right, West Coast teams always seem to lose traveling in the East. Yeah, that's pretty big in football too, right? Did the uh, research last year. Telly, coach, it's been a minute. Dog's day afternoon. Yeah, as uh, Norm Peterson would say. Well, it's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. Yeah, milk-bone underwear is on a dog's day afternoon. I used to uh, used to have a handicapper. His name was Fred, and uh, that was his handle. Uh, dog's day afternoon. Um, it's a main world. says, under Arizona KC. Atlanta should sweep the the Bucks. They should, but I'm not paying uh, minus 245. Okay, I, I draw the line at 245 there. Uh, hey, uh, who was that said that? P Ray. Um, all right, uh, that's right. Coach says Bo Jackson. Yeah, fellow Leo right there. Bert McGirt's in the house. I think that's one of the coolest names here in the uh, in the bullpen right now. Hey, okay? if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go out with a guy, he's gonna be his name is gonna be Bert McGirt. Hey, okay? I don't know. Will my my wife be able to trust me there, Bert? If I go with a guy named Bert McGirt, as long as we're betting, right? Gotta go get that money, but uh, that's a that's a cool nickname, or maybe that is your name, Bert McGirt. I just like saying Bert McGirt. All right, uh, probably annoying you guys by saying that, but on with the show. Alex Shepard's in the house. Just a little low for me too. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Let me uh, bring it up just a little bit then. Let me, uh, let me tune it up just one little sound check. Ten nine eight seven six five four three two one. How's that? Is that a little bit better? I just uh, I brought it up two point nine decibel here, but maybe that is a little bit better. Let me know if the sound uh, check is better and uh, it's too loud. I don't want too much distortion though, right? All right, uh, hopefully it's a little bit better. Let me go up just one little sound check. 109876. Okay. All right, uh, what do we got here? Oh, the SBI, the Sports Betting Index. Let's go to the SBI and like somebody said, better says Boss Hog, better. Okay, good. Well, I guess we were a bit low. All right, thank you, Alex. And uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, good Mike says, the nature boy. Hey, the nature boy's in the house. <laughs> yeah, we all know what the nature boy thinks about uh, the Detroit Tigers, eh? To be the man. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> They're not the man, eh? The Dodgers right now are the man. All right, let's go to the MLB, the uh, Major League Baseball. And you can see yesterday, yeah, 13-3. and three. What did you say, 14-2 and two or something like that? 13-3 uh, yesterday for the favorites, 9-7 and seven for the overs. And maybe that's why I had a good uh, a good day yesterday at uh, bullpenpicks.com. I think what did I do yesterday? Eleven and four with my baseball selections. Let me just check here. Uh, so did Magnums eleven and four. 
Iron, I think Iron put some picks late, so that's why he's only six and two. And uh, the big ragu, my buddy, the big ragu went ten and five. So good job at bullpenpicks.com. And uh, you can see here on the three-day average, we are now at uh, sixty-two point three percent on the favorites, killing it the uh, bullish market. And uh, so yeah, so the favorites doing well. We're still in the neutral market though on a seven-day average. So bet your units as you wish, one to five units. And on the seven-day average for totals, fifty-six point seven percent of the unders have come in the last seven days. And uh, let's take a look at the uh, CFL football. I know we got some CFL fans out there like myself. And through week one to 11, 74.2% of the favorites are winning straight up compared to 53.8% against the point spread. Tell me why against you want to lay spreads, uh, points in, in, in spread sports. Hey, what's uh, one of my rules of uh, I don't lay points in spread because that's called a two-team parlay, right? Whenever you got to... Uh, Beat the uh, the spread and win the game straight up. In my books, that's called a two-team parlay. All right, uh, Mets killed my 10-teamer. Oh, wow. Are you kidding me, Qu uh, Quizmans? Quizmans, you had a 10-team parlay and the Mets killed it? Ooh, not good. Philly Tampa Bay parlay. Change the name for you, coach. Change the name for you, coach. The Nature Boy. Yeah, the Nature Boy. Change the name for you, coach. Um, That sounds good to me, Ron. Looking good. Philly looking good. Uh, good mic. All right, so the mic is good. So yeah, so whoever uh, called me out on the mic or not called me out, but um, you know, said the mic was low. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. And uh, for that, you do get a. Uh, uh, let me see here. Good uh, Red Fox soundbite. Hey, friend, that's one of them Superman suits, ain't it? Superfly, Bubba. Superfly. Superfly, Bubba. Superfly. Sanford and Son. Hey, eh? one of my favorite shows growing up. All right, uh, showing my age right here, but that's okay. Hey, it is what it is, right? As uh, Bill Parcells says, you are what your uh, age says you are, and I am 54. All right, uh, let's go to the S uh, or the uh, Bears and Bulls report. There we go, the Bears and Bulls report. I don't have a good Bears and Bulls report um, soundbite. Maybe you guys can uh, let me know which soundbite you like for the Bears and Bulls. Well, it's the ABCs, right? And uh, we all know about the ABCs. These are the ABCs of me, baby. Yeah, these are the ABCs of me. And uh, right now, the LA Dodgers, man. 10-1 last night against Milwaukee. Hey, when you when you poke the bear, that's what happens in game number two. You get a 10-1 whooping right there, and that's what happened last night to the, the Brew Crew. It's too bad, though. I like the Brew Crew. They've been uh, pretty good to me, too, this year. Houston, they're on a two-game win streak. Uh, they're also neutral right now. The Mets, well, the Mets are, uh, hey, sometimes when you know a team like the Yankees were struggling, as uh, Joel Namath would say. Struggling. Sometimes you need that uh, cross-city rival to come in and really, uh, you know, build up the hatred, right? Like, just really, when a team like the Yankees were just playing really bad baseball, you bring in a team like the New York Mets in there and uh, guess the juice is flowing, and the Yankees are playing their, their, uh, their best baseball the last couple of days, right? Atlanta, you can see they are bullish right now. They're 5-2 and two in the last seven, and there's the Yankees. They are now 4-3 and three on a three-game win streak. Yankees and Mets do have the day off here today. So uh, they'll be, I think Yankees are in Oakland tomorrow. I think the Mets are hosting Colorado, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. Hey, don't hold me to it. The B-type teams, you can see St. Louis, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Seattle are the bullish teams in the B-club. And the Chicago White Sox, man, what are you going to do about these White Sox this year? Talk about uh, the most inconsistent team uh, so far this year, right? And look at their record, 62-61. and 61. Win one, lose one. Win one, lose one. Already lost two in a row right now. And the Chicago White Sox. Two and uh, five in their last seven. I don't know how many times I bet the White Sox. Have you guys bet the White Sox a lot this year? I know I haven't. 
maybe at the beginning of the year, but man, I just, <laughs> I, I, hey, uh, I think the new nickname for uh, Tony Larusa is Sleepy, eh? Every time you see that uh, that video where he's sleeping in the dugout, hey, somebody wake him up there, because uh, right now the Chicago White Sox not playing too good right now. Public confidence level of twenty eight percent. Then you got your uh, your C type teams. You got Boston. Let me see, LA Angels, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, and Washington. Your only bearish team in the C club. And uh, yeah, that's why we don't bet on C-type teams in the rain report. All right, uh, let me see here. Hey, let's get those likes up. I want to thank you guys for uh, hitting the like button yesterday. At the end of the show, I had that nine likes, and I was going, are you kidding me? I said, I bust my hump here each and every day, make sure I give a good show, and you guys give me nine likes. That's all this show is worth is nine likes. Probably people are saying, yep, that's all you're worth, Ron. Maybe, sometimes. But uh, yeah, if you guys want to hit that like button, it'd be much appreciated. And uh, don't forget to share this. Um, video on or the uh, the podcast on your favorite uh, um, social media, either Twitter, Facebook, or TikTok, or wherever you uh, get your social media. I'm only on two. I'm only on Twitter and uh, uh, Facebook. I don't do. Uh, there's too many. You know, my nieces. Hey, Uncle Ron, you should be on TikTok. <laughs> okay. You know. Okay. And, and yeah. Anyway, don't get me going on the with that. Um, BC Lions. The uh, looking at the uh, A, Bs, and C of the. Um, of the CFL football, you can see Winnipeg and the, this Winnipeg team. Even though they lost their last game, they're still a good, probably the the, the favorites to win uh, for the Grey Cup the third year in a row. If they do, BC Lions lost their quarterback now. Michael O'Connor going to step in this week. Uh, Nathan Rourke, hopefully he comes back at the end of the year. I know he's got a he needs foot surgery, but uh, man, you got to feel for Nathan Rourke because he was absolutely crushing it for the BC Lions. Calgary, we'll see what happens with Bo Levi Mitchell. And I did my um, my playmaker chart this week. And I didn't touch Bo Le- uh, Levi Mitchell. I left him at number nine uh, points, the second best quarterback behind Nathan Rourke or uh, Zach Kalaros. Um, I think right now, when you look at I'll look at that in just a few seconds. I'll show you because I know the CFL fans um, they probably want to see my playmaker chart for week number 12. Saskatchewan, uh, B-type team, 5-5 five and five on the year. Then you got Toronto. You look at this. Your Eastern Division, I tell you, this. if you follow the CFL, the Eastern Division is awful. It's like the um, what was an awful t- uh, what was an NFC East awful division in football or uh, what else is an awful division in football? Well, the, well, AF- the, um, the Eastern Division in the CFL when Toronto is in first place at four and five, that's all you need to know, right? Montreal four and six, Hamilton three and seven, Edmonton three and seven, and Ottawa one and eight. My Ottawa Red Blacks and they are brutal, absolutely brutal. It's too bad though because I love the defense. It's just the offense they don't they don't go vertical enough, in my opinion. All right, uh, I'm going to show you my playmaker chart for week number 12. And um, I'm going to show you guys some of the uh, the top quarterbacks right now in the Canadian Football League. And I what I do each and every uh, week is that I um, I take the top three. I call it the triplet factor, right? I take the quarterback, running back, receivers of each team. And then I rate them according um, against other receivers, quarterbacks, and uh, running backs in the league. Then I give a point system. And, and I give out kickers too, right? Kickers are people too. So we got to put him in, and I do put the kickers. And right now, I got Zach Claros at number 10 in quarterbacks. Bo Levi Mitchell at number 9. Trevor Harris, number 8. Look at those three quarterbacks, one, two, three. Those are veteran quarterbacks in the CFL. If you on, if you, you know, if you, if you follow CFL, and if you're betting CFL, always try to look to make sure that team has a veteran quarterback because um, they've been there before, right? And the CFL is a quarterback-driven league, and it's a passing league. And if you got a good quarterback at the helm, you do well. Uh, you got Cody Fajardo at uh, Saskatchewan, number seven. Uh, I'm really not sold on Fajardo yet. He needs to be more consistent 
with his passing uh, over 20 yards. You got Michael. I gave O'Connor a five this week because it was supposed to be Nathan Rourke, but um, almost like a reputation number right there, right? Because of the BC Lions. Taylor Cornelius, number uh, three. I got uh, Bethel Thompson right here. McLeod Bethel Thompson. I gave him a six. I got uh, Matthew Schiltz of Hamilton at number four and Caleb Evans, or you might get Nick Arbuckle this week at number two. But uh, looking at the, um, the the power play chart for CFL, I do have Winnipeg at 36 points, Calgary at 32, and then Montreal, Saskatchewan, BC, Edmonton, Toronto, Hamilton, and Ottawa rounding off the uh, the bottom. All right, that is my playmaker chart, and you can get that each and every day right here at ATSStats.com. All right, uh, let's go to the workshop. Today on the workshop, what I'm going to do, and if you're tuning in for the very first time, what is the workshop? Well, I used to call it Ron's Rant, but it sounded like too much of a, hey, kids, get off my lawn type uh, segment. So I said, you know what? No, it's going to be a handicapping. Uh, it's like when you go to a conference, right? You know, when you go in a workshop and all that. And this is what the, the goal of this show is at least try each and every day, spend five, 10 minutes in the workshop uh, teaching, you know, what how I handicap and using the tools here at atsstats.com and how you can use them into your handicapping and uh, I always say if you don't have tools in the toolbox then you, you better have a good sharp dart because that's what you're going to need if you're going to bet on sports right but uh, you got to have tools in your toolbox and today I'm going to go to the uh, strength of schedule toolbox and um, we do have seven college football games going on this weekend and uh, the, the big one is Nebraska against Northwestern in Dublin Ireland again only seven games so going to be um, very picky and choosy this week. I don't even know if I'll have a pick. Um, I've done a little bit of handicapping. There's not really a side I like. Maybe a total or maybe a UTEP. I don't know. We'll see. Um, let's Now, here's the thing. Anytime, and I talked about this in the rain report, A, B, and C type teams in the rain report. See? And uh, you can see right here, I'm going to go to college football. I'm going to go to Nebraska. Right here, Nebraska. Again, think perception versus reality. Now, one thing I love about betting football, CFL, NFL, college football, when it comes to week number one, everybody's in the, in, in, in the same boat, right? Nobody knows what exactly is going to happen. And I think this year with the transfer portal, is, it's going to be, it's going to throw a wrench in a lot of perception and reality um, mindsets out there, right? Because we don't know a lot of these, um, the, these coaches Instead of you know, going to recruit, now I've talked to a buddy of mine. He's a, he's a big recruiter in the States. He says, Ron, he goes, you know, the recruiting is not like it used to be, obviously with the NIL. But he goes, what happens now, these, um, these coaches, they go to the portal. And, you know, if, they, if, you, if you'd rather, who would you rather get? Would you rather get a, you know, a player just coming out of high school? You know it's going to take a couple of years. Really, uh, the one thing with high school players when they, when they go first year of college, they don't have the body type yet. Uh, to the, the the second, third, fourth year college football player, right? Like when you get to college, you're joining a Division One program, and you got strength conditioning coaches. Well, these these guys get your your body and your your, your mental, your mind uh, uh, ready for the Division One football, right? And a lot of high school uh, students are not there physically and mentally yet. But you get a, a good transfer from the portal. Well, you know, these these, uh, these players are already working out. Some of them are going in the second year, third year, and uh, but they haven't played in a couple of years. That's the only downside, right? But, uh, yeah, so going into this week, um, I think it's going to be the next couple of weeks with the, when everybody kicks off. That's going to be the, the interesting part that I'm going to be looking for to see some of these teams who, who brought in. Like I hear West Virginia 
Um, I think West Virginia either lost a lot or brought in a lot. There's a couple of schools that brought in a lot of players from the portal, but uh, we'll see what happens. And again, it, it, to me, it's, again, chemistry, right? But, uh, Bo, you decode yourself. All right, so uh, Nebraska, um, on the uh, last, let me see, I'm going to do last 10 games. So uh, Nebraska, last 10 games against C-type teams. Now, Northwestern went 3-9 and nine last year, and they're a C-type team. So when Nebraska is um, home or away, uh, last 10 games against those C-type teams in the rain report. So here's what we're going to do in, in, the, in the workshop here. The line is 13, and when I ask the, uh, the database here, go get me Nebraska last 10 games against those C-type teams in the rain report. When they're a favorite, they're a favorite by minus 12.5. So the bookmaker, look at that, right there at 13. And the average total is 55, and this weekend it's 50 and a half. So perception versus reality, the perception is this. Bookmakers putting 13 and 50.5 as the total. And the reality, or not the, the other perception, is this is like the part two perception, that whenever Nebraska's uh, taking on a C-type team like Northwestern, so a team with a losing record, the average line is minus 12.5. So perception versus reality, we're right there in the ballpark when it comes to the, the, the number. And the total is 50 and a half this weekend, and it's normally 55.8. So now we're off by about uh, 4.1 uh, you know, number, right? 4.1 when you look at the, the total, and the, the bookmaker has it at 50.5. But keep in mind, it is week number one, and the average score is 24.22. That comes up to 46. So you've got the perception of the total at 55. The bookmaker has it at 50. And when you look at uh, North, uh, Nebraska's record, Four and six against the number, five and five straight up, three and seven to the under. And that's where I think I might lean here. Three and seven to the under when Nebraska faces those C type teams. And uh, yeah, so 24 22 does look like a score we might see this week. So if I were to play this game here this weekend, the under is, I think, where I might lean here this weekend. All right, let's go to a game number two in the Ron's workshop today. Hey, that's what I'll call it Ron's workshop. And uh, we're going to go, actually, let's look at Northwestern. You know, Northwestern, you know, you got uh, the yin and the yang here, right? Go to Northwestern. Northwestern uh, against a C-type team. Nebraska went 3-9 and nine last year. And you know what? Um, Scott Frost on the hot seat. Let's, let's, not, uh, let's not beat around it, right? Let's not beat around the bush. He's on the hot seat. He's got to win this year. Or the, 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 um, the fans and the, uh, the school need to see improvement at uh, uh, Nebraska, right? Nebraska, uh, Northwestern. Against those C-type teams, uh, when they're a dog, they're normally a 9.5 dog. But there's only two numbers right here, two games. The average total is 48.2, so it does fit our under uh, mentality. And the average score is 35-12, so that's 47. So again, under the total of 50.5. And, and the over-under, 4-6. and six. So again, going back to that game, I think the under is where I probably lean towards Nebraska and Northwestern. Let's go to game number two. We're going to do Wyoming. Uh, we're going to take a look at Wyoming here. The Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Oh, wrong team. Against um, Illinois, a C-type team. Illinois, 5-7 last year. So when Wyoming, uh, last 10 games against those C-type teams, as a dog, now because they play, in the, you know, they're not a, a division, well, they're division one, but they're not a, a high-profile school, like, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama. You can see that the, uh, the line perception, 4.25, and they're getting plus 10 this weekend. That's interesting, right? That is interesting. The average score is 23.19. So the total right there is uh, 42. 
and uh, the line of that game is 44. Lions 44, and they are five and five against the numbers, six and four straight up, four and six to the under. Um, don't really have anything. Maybe Wyoming plus 10 right now is where I'm leaning. Let's take a look at uh, Illinois fighting the line eye. Let's go to Illinois. And again, if you're tuning in for the very first time, uh, my approach to handicapping is probably very d different than a lot of approaches of uh, some of the handicappers you follow or some of the analysts. Um, to me, again, go back to my fundamentals, value, percentage play, performance cycles, player availability, not injuries, who's available to play. And uh, like, uh, like we always say, are you hurt or injured, right? All the football players love it when you say that, right? Are you hurt or injured? Uh, and then uh, money management distance. That, that in a nutshell is the rain report. All right, so Illinois against a B-type team because uh, Wyoming finished 7-6 and six last year. So they, uh, they did have a winning record. So Illinois against a B-type team. Not a lot of occurrences, only seven, uh, four of them. And they were normally a seven-point favorite. So here's the thing, right? And again, I'm going to use my perception versus reality card. I'm going to pull it out of my back pocket right here. Perception is minus 10, but the reality is they were normally a seven-point favorite. It's only one game. So I wish there was uh, two games where... Um, um, Illinois were more of a favorite. The average score was 35-26, so a high-scoring affair. So on this um, in this matter, we do have a, a higher-scoring game. We got uh, one and three against the point spread, three and one to the over. If I were to play this weekend, I would lean towards Wyoming plus the points. If I were to, uh, if I was to bet that game, Wyoming plus ten. That's a you know what? Um, I know uh, Brett Belisma is the head coach of uh, Illinois, but um, you need time. Whenever you come to a new program, that you can't do it in two, three years. It, sometimes it, you know you, you need a recruiting class, right? Because he's probably still, um, uh, you know, have some of the old uh, coaches, recruits in there. It's not his guys, right? Uh, let's take a look at the next game. I'm gonna do North Texas. I'm gonna do North Texas. Mean Green. Let's go to North Texas, and they're playing uh, UTEP, a B-type team, and uh, North Texas normally. Now, this line has been flip-flopping all week, right? Yesterday, again, on the show, I told you that North Texas was the favorite, and now today they're the underdog, right? So uh, it, it could flip again tomorrow. I could probably do the show tomorrow, and then uh, next thing you know, they're favorite. But if they are favorite, they're normally in this situation, they're a one-point favorite. And if they're an underdog, plus five. So right there, you know you're getting good line value if you do like North Texas. The average uh, total, look at the average total, 63.4. And the total in this game is 55, so... It does like it to go over the total. And you can see right there the average score. 30-37 is uh, normally the average score when North Texas is playing those B-type teams. And uh, look at the over-under, 4-1. and one. So um, the over looks like a, a nice play right here. I don't know if I want to bet against uh, UTEP, but I'll tell you why. Uh, Texas-El Paso, let's go here. Go to Texas-El Paso. Check this out. Uh, they're playing a C-type team. And look at their record, last 10. 10-0 against the point spread against C-type teams. And every time they're a favorite against those C-type teams, normally minus 6.1. So over um, good value, you're getting, it's a pick em line, let's be honest. You're getting, a, you know, bet the money line. If you like the favorite, don't, don't bet minus one, take the money line. But they're normally a 6.1 favorite. The average total is 53. UTEP, 10-0 against the point spread, 7-3 straight up. I think UTEP um, is the way to go here. UTEP minus one, but again, play the money line. And that is uh, the workshop here today at the uh, ATS Stats uh, Rain Report. Again, if you're tuning in every day at the workshop, that's what it's about, right? It's about education, and that goes with our mission statement right here. And if you uh, miss the top of the show, 
The mission statement of the Rain Report is to help and educate the novice sports better and how to avoid beginner's mistake. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. If you do enjoy that, please hit that like button. And again, um, the one thing this show is all about, make you think. Okay? I don't want to, and the, <laughs> I can just hear my wife here. Don't hurt your head by doing that, right? I got, I got one of those wives who's uh, pretty sharp and she's witty and she's got good sarcasm. That's why we, we get along so good. Um, yeah, but uh, hey, the, the thing is, I always always want you guys to leave the show saying, man, I learned something today, right? And that's that's life. You, you want anything you do in life, you got to learn something new every day. And if you tune in here, and again, I'm not saying my way is the right way or it's, you know, it's the, the Bible or the, you know, uh, the, the, it's the way I do it. And again, I'm just here sharing my uh, knowledge and it's not my first uh, barbecue, not my first rodeo. I'm going into my 26th season of sports handicapping. And again, I enjoy and I love doing this. And I love the fact that you guys, um, you know, you take it serious, right? Uh, to be amazed at some of the emails that I get. And uh, I always love the fact that you guys um, are all in. And that's, you know, one of the models I know you guys hear a lot in football, all in. And, uh, you know, the the, uh, the Ramblers and Gamblers who uh, tune into the show, they're all in. I would say about 90% are all in, right? You know, you always, you know, the 1080-10 club that uh, Urban Meyer talks about all the time, right? 1080-10, if uh, just in a little short summary, in, in Urban Meyer's book, he talks about when you look at a football team, you got 10% who are your elite, your alphas, 80% your regular Joes. Um, they'll hold the rope, happy to be here. And then you're 10% you're disinterested. And uh, I love that philosophy. I think that's so true, especially, um, you know, in, on a football team. All right, let's get on to the uh, next tax at hand. And uh, that is the, um, uh, the uh, we'll do CFL, college football, and then Major League Baseball. Real quickly, I'll go through the games for the uh, CFL. And uh, again, got to give my uh, Canadian Football League, uh, um, you know, some, some love here. Hey, got to give them a bit of love. And straight cash, homie. Hopefully you can get some straight cash. Winnipeg taking on the Calgary Stampeders tomorrow night. Five and a half point favorite. We do like the, the Bombers winning this one. 50% chance of winning compared to 29.7. Be careful, though, because Bo Levi Mitchell did uh, get pulled in the uh, second half last week. So he might come in with a chip on his shoulder. I guarantee you it wasn't a fun practice this week for Calgary. Because anytime your starting quarterback gets pulled, there's... Um, <laughs> There's, you hear whispers in the background. Is he okay? Is he okay? What's going on? Is he, why did he get pulled? Why did, what's going on? Hey, how come, how come uh, Dickinson pulled him? Hey, what's going on? Uh, but, you know, Jake Mayer came in and did a good job. Hamilton taking on the Toronto Argonauts. The Argos, a three-point favorite. The over-under set at 48.5. And, and uh, we uh, like Toronto in this one. 57% chance of winning compared to 41.1. And the reason why I give you the percentage play, because you're probably sitting there going, how come you're not giving us the, the forecast score? Because you know what? Through my experience of the forecast score and the way I um, I pick these scores, it's 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 an average. And the the thing I've realized over the years is yeah okay I might get lucky once in a while where the average um, you know hits, but it, to me rule number two of the rain report percentage play. And to me that is the most important factor. I if you say what do you like better twenty six twenty two or fifty seven percent chance of winning, I think what and I'm being more honest with myself betting. Because if I just rely on the score of 26 to 22, I'm just uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really um, depending on the average scores of, uh, of 117 past previous games to land on that exact score. But when I look at the, um, the team's winning percentage, so when Toronto or any CFL football team uh, in the past, that's a three-point favorite, and the total is between 48 and 51, and that team's on a two-game losing streak, 
They normally win 57% of their games. This is why I will always uh, play the percentage play. I know I'm elaborating on this because people sometimes are watching this. They're saying, how come he's giving the, uh, the, the percentage play and not the score, right? I, to me, I'd rather play the percentages than the averages, right? I don't know if that... Eh, I don't know if I just made up a new uh, new slogan right there, but uh, maybe I don't know if that makes any sense. But what would you rather do? Would you rather play the percentage play or the average play, right? Uh, maybe that's another uh, good question to more on the poll, the poll question. All right, speaking of the poll question, let's uh, go see who the uh, the Ramblers and Gamblers. Oh, 77% for the Blue Jays, 23% for uh, the Bull Sox. All right, game number three this weekend in the CFL. I believe this game is on uh, Friday or, uh, yeah, Friday night. Second one of the doubleheader. BC a four and a half point favorite, 46 and a half is the total. And uh, the percentage play does favor the Lions with Michael O'Connor at the helm now. 57.1% uh, chance of winning compared to 38.7 for the Rough Riders. And uh, BC coming in on a five game winning streak. Ottawa Red Blacks taking on the Edmonton Elks. Edmonton a three point favorite this uh, Saturday night at Commonwealth Stadium. 48 and a half is the total. And Ottawa, oh boy. Struggling. Yeah, they're struggling. One and eight on the season, but Edmonton not any better. Three and seven, but the Elks did get the best of the Ottawa Red Blacks last weekend. Thirty to twelve was the final. College football Saturday, only seven games on the uh, on the schedule. We got Nebraska with an eighty-two point eight percent chance of winning over Northwestern, but I do like the under in that game. Nevada taking on New Mexico State. The Aggies, uh, the Aggies, a nine-point home dog in this one. The chance of winning seventy-two point two percent for the Wolfpack. 27.2 for the Aggies. And uh, looking at that game, um, probably going to pass. Probably going to pass on that one. Don't like to lay points on the road. I don't like playing money line. I don't, yeah, I, again, I do like college football. I love it. But there's so much going on throughout the year. You got NFL, CFL, NHL starts in October. Uh, if you know Somebody asked me last week, Ron, if there's one, what's one of your, your, your weaknesses in, in sports handicapping? And if I'm being totally honest, it's college football. Because there's so many teams and there's just so much um, information out there that it just it's almost impossible. And, and I'm I'm one of those guys on the perfectionist, right? I gotta you know dot the i's, cross the t's. And if I feel that I can't do it, then it, I, I, I can't call myself a you know a complete expert when it comes to college football, right? But I'm just uh, being honest with you guys. If there is one weakness in my uh, my arsenal, it is college football. All right, uh, on to the next one. Wyoming taking on the Illini, uh, the fight in the Illini. 11.5 point favor. Now, this line yesterday when I gave it to you was minus 10. It's now um, bumped up to minus 11.5. 68.6% chance of winning today for the, um, the Illini. 31.3 for Wyoming. I do like Wyoming getting the points, and I'm going against the uh, the line here. You know, sometimes I love that. You know, the bookmaker, like my good friend Ross Benjamin says, think like a bookmaker. If, you know, the line was 10 yesterday, minus 11 and a half. Who knows what the the truth is, right? Why is this line going up? The bookmaker's trying to, you know, pull him by the goalie on us. He's just trying to, you know, go with the momentum with only seven games on the board. He's really trying to, you know, lure us into a, uh, a trap here. But uh, I like, if you're going to give me 11 and a half, I'll take the Cowboys. Um, next game, you got uh, Connecticut against Utah State and other Aggies. 27-point uh, favorite for Utah State. And uh, we do have a 94.5% chance of winning for uh, Utah State compared to four for the um, Connecticut Huskies. Charlotte taking on the Owls, Florida Atlantic. Minus 7.5 is the line. 69.2% chance of winning for Florida Atlantic and 285 for Charlotte. And uh, looking at that one, uh, 
have an opinion. UTEP taking on the uh, North Texas Mean Green. I do like the uh, the miners here on the money line. Minus one now. This line was plus one yesterday. 52.3% chance of winning for UTEP. 46.03 for the Mean Green. And the last game on the board on Saturday, uh, Vanderbilt taking on Hawaii. The Warriors, an eight-point uh, home underdog. And that line was minus six and a half yesterday. Again, here's is this another trap? Minus eight for the, the Commodore, uh, yeah, Vanderbilt, who were ten, two and ten last year against the six and seven Hawaii team. Seventy-three point nine percent chance of winning for Vanderbilt and twenty-five point three for Hawaii. And uh, yeah, there's better uh, things to bet on if you ask me. Especially what times that game on twenty ten thirty at night. Yep. Um, no, thank you. I won't be betting that game. All right, Major League Baseball. Let's get on with the uh, the baseball show. So let me do read what you guys are saying right now. OG Wheats in the house. How you doing, OG? Stumbling in late here. Great morning. Hello, everyone. Pardon the extreme tardiness. <laughs> Anyone provide a recap on what I've missed? Um, yeah, the, the good thing is there's always a replay, right? So that's the thing about the beauty of YouTube. All right. So let me see. Teach me the way the force. Kobe, Ron, Kenobi. I love that. Nature boy. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Love it. Um, yeah. All in. Hey? That's what I love. The fact you guys are all in. I um, Hey, I love that. All right, let's get on to Major League Baseball for today. And uh, we do have 14 games on tap. I've already did my handicapping. So I will be putting in my, uh, I'll be putting in my picks at the bullpen right after this. The Atlanta Braves taking on the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Now that is a 12-30 start. You got Kyle Wright going up against Mitch Keller. And uh, we do have the Braves winning here at 62.7% chance of winning compared to 29.5 pittsburgh now on a four game losing streak two and eight in the last 10 i'm going to lean towards the atlanta team who's been bullish now for 11 days san francisco taking on the detroit tigers now the giants a 3-1 win yesterday with the tigers tigers were a big uh big part of the uh, conversation here the, the d-type team eh? as uh, mark nation dubbed them uh, detroit hey they're d for detroit um but they are a c-type team i want you know I'm not, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna start making up uh, letters here in the rain report because uh, the Tigers are 47 and 77 on the year. But uh, I, I like, uh, hey, uh, as um, Rex Ryan would say about their offense. How about our offense? When are we gonna put it together? When are we gonna put it together? Yeah, anytime, anytime is nice. Um, the um, San Francisco Giants now, remember I said yesterday they were 5-0 and against a non- uh, conference team will make that 6-0 now on the road this year. 51.8% chance of winning for San Francisco. We're going to send Logan Webb against Matt Manning. I looked at his numbers, and you know what? Matt Manning, is uh, his uh, innings pitch have been pretty good. It's just, he's you know, sometimes you're just on a bad, uh, you're on a bad team, right? Um, who was it that uh, got traded out of um, the Yankees? Uh, who was that player that got traded to the Yankees to Oakland or was it not, or LA? And all of a sudden, he's lighting it up now. Um, it'll come to me. I know you guys will get it. Used to, uh, Gallo, Joey Gallo. Okay? Sometimes when you're just on a team and you just feel the pressure, you know, anybody who's played for the Yankees know the pressure of playing in the Bronx. Um, and then he goes to L.A. and then he's lighting it up like a Christmas tree, right? Uh, that, that sometimes, anyway, getting back to my Matt Manning story, um, you know, looking at his numbers, they're not that, really that bad. In fact, let me look. Going one to 2.81 ERA. Just, you know, he's pitching for the Tigers. Seven innings last game, three hits, one run, one earn, um, one walk. I always look for walks, right? I want to see one thing I can't stand with pitchers is walks. 
I know last night watching um the, the baseball game, pitchers who uh you say Kikuchi, what are they waiting for today? Hey, Buffalo's right around across the river. That's where he should be pitching right now. Anyways, don't get me started on that. Five innings for the against the White Sox, seven innings against Tampa Bay. Manning's not a bad pitcher. Just on a bad baseball team right now. I don't know if I want to. Uh, anyway, we're not going to get on the Detroit Tiger uh, loving here because uh, I'm, I'm going with San Fran today. San Fran, 33 and 30 against those C type teams, where um, Detroit, 17 and 40 uh, against those uh, B type teams in the rain report. Uh, actually, you know what? No, they're a C type team. They're 60. Let me see. What's the record? Yeah, 61 and they're a B type team. All right, uh, next game on the uh, schedule. You got Texas taking on Colorado. You got the Rangers, minus 130. Uh, Martin Perez going here today. Now, the thing with Perez, man, we loved him at the beginning of the year, right? Didn't we love Martin Perez? He was just uh, money in the bank and the straight cash, straight right? Straight cash, homie. Yeah, he was straight cash, but last time we, we cashed a winning ticket was July 29th when he faced the Halos. But the over is 10-5 and five for the Texas Rangers uh, this season when the total is 11. So something to consider today at Coors Field. Martin Perez on the hill. Against Colorado, we're going to send uh, Jose Arena to the hill. And uh, you can see right there, 48% uh, chance of winning for Texas compared to 45.5 for the Rockies, who last two games have gone over the total. And uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean with Colorado here, I think. Miami taking on the uh, Oakland Athletics. And for Oakland, you got uh, Cole Irvin. And uh, Cole Irvin, last four starts, um, yeah, not too good. He's lost his last four starts. Uh, 10 earned runs last two starts. And Oakland is 4-13 and 13 in Game 3 of a series. So not looking good for Oakland with Cole Irvin today against Jesus Lizardo. I'm going to have a small lean with the Marlins here and a 52.5% chance of winning. Marlins now coming off that 5-3 win yesterday and they're on a two-game uh, winning streak right now. The Guardians taking on the uh, San Diego Padres. Now Cleveland going to send Cal Quantrill, who's having a pretty good season actually, against Blake Snell who's finally pitching a little bit better. And uh, we're giving excuse me, San Diego a 60.1% chance of winning today against uh, the Guardians, who have a 32.9. Last three games for Cleveland have gone under the total. And uh, looking at uh, this uh, game here, um, I'm going to lean with uh, I'm going to lean with San Diego. Sometimes uh, this, I, I think this game comes down to the bullpen. When I look at the two starting pitchers, Cal Quantrill and Blake Snell, uh, I think these guys go about five innings, and I think the bullpen takes over after that, and I'll have to lean with San Diego in there. Seattle taking on Washington. I'm going to go with George Kirby. Now, here's the thing. When I saw this line this morning, minus 310, I said, okay, I think it's it's time it's time to uh, stop betting baseball. Okay? When, when the Seattle Mariners are minus 310 against Washington, I think it's time to stop betting baseball. 74% uh, chance of winning. I will be on the uh, Mariners here today. Uh this is a good one here. You got the, um, where is it, uh, Baltimore. Where's Baltimore? This is, there it is. Chicago White Sox taking on the um, Baltimore Orioles. That was a good game last night. Did you see that game? Um, on Street Catcher, I had the over 7.5. Uh, I thought we were going to have the uh, the over by the, the second inning. It was, what, 3-2 after 1? I said, man, this is money in the bank. So we had to sweat it out. It was a 5-3 win, and we hooked them. Hook them, Dano. Hey, we hooked them at the end. 49.3% chance of winning today for Chicago. 48.8 for Baltimore. Now, Lucas Giolito going here up against Spencer Watkins of the Baltimore Orioles. Now, the thing I don't like about Giolito, if you look at his last six starts, um, of all those six starts, 
there was only two teams with, I think, winning records, and that was Houston and Cleveland. And he only went three innings against those two teams, and the other teams were teams below 500, and uh, he went five-plus innings against those teams. So you beat the beatables, but you can't beat the uh, the contenders, right? And to me, Baltimore is a contender, and Giolito has shown in his last uh, couple start against Houston, Cleveland, he can't even get out of the third inning. Maybe you know, maybe the third, but uh, I'm going to go Baltimore here, and I'm going to go with the uh, the home dog, 48.8% chance of winning. Give me Baltimore. L.A. taking on the Rays. The Rays, minus 275. Here's those crazy lines again. It was nice to see Trout uh, in the lineup. Hey, when I was in the military, I had the, all these uh, Newfoundlanders as roommates, and they'd always see, every morning we'd wake up, and they'd, they'd, they'd have all these crazy sayings. Hey, good morning, yo, Trout. Oh, Trout, what are you talking about? Yo, Trout. Yeah, anybody who's from the East Coast, eh? Uh, that's a saying. Eh? How you doing, yo, Trout? Yeah, so Mike Trout in the lineup. That's why I thought about that. My old, uh, old Miami days with my uh, my Newfoundland roommates. I used to come home on weekends, and my mom would say, why are you talking funny? I said, you have three Newfoundlanders as a roommate. You'd be talking funny, too. Eh? Yeah. So a four-game win streak for Tampa Bay and uh, minus 275. And uh, let me see here. I'm going to go with... Uh, Tampa Bay here today. Okay, there's a shock run going on Tampa Bay. Uh, let me see, 76.7% chance of winning. Toronto taking on the Boston Red Sox. And again, in, you know, I'm seeing Rich Hill and then Brian Bellow at some points, but I'm going to go here with Brian Bellow against Jose Barrios. And as I said, get that Pepto Bismol because Barrios is a hey Jekyll and Hyde, right? He's Jekyll on the, at home, but he hides on the road. That high ERA minus 170. There's no way I'm laying 170 with Barrios on the hill, even though it's Boston. And Boston, 5-13 and in Game 2 of a series this year. I know that was a late start last night. It was an hour rain delay, but we did. Uh, we had Boston in the um, uh, in the, uh, chart. We had Toronto in our members area, so nice win. 9-3 final. 56.4% chance of uh, winning for Toronto. 45.2 for Boston. St. Louis taking on the Cubbies. They split the uh, doubleheader yesterday, 13-3. and uh, 13 to 3 was the uh, nightcap. 62.6% chance of winning today for the cards. And uh, let me see here. For Chicago, 33.3. Uh, good morning, Holiday Anderson. I see uh, Boss Hog and Rockies. Nice play today. Why are you talking funny? Says Bo Jackson. Yeah, my Newfoundland, uh, my Newfoundlanders uh, of uh, roommates. Okay, if you missed the uh, the show there, just uh, do a rewind. Um, all right, uh, let me see here. 71 and 52 for St. Louis. I do like the cards here today. And if I got anything uh, to talk about, bullish seven days in Chicago. Chicago, probably the only team, if I were to bet any beer pizza money in the, on a C-type team, it'd probably be the Cubbies. Cubbies playing some pretty good baseball. Strength to schedule. Let me see, what's their strength to schedule last seven? Um, 63.2%. So battle-tested the Cubbies are. Arizona taking on Kansas City. We're going to Kansas City. Oh, wow, look at that. Out of 1,500 previous game. 50.08%, 49.8 for Arizona. We're sending my guy, Zach 10-gallon hat to the hill today against Brady Singer. This is a good pitching matchup. I like this, but I'm going to lean with a uh, uh, 10-gallon hat and Arizona with that 49.8% chance of winning. Minus 130 is the line, but uh, I do like Arizona in this one. And then you got the Twins taking on Houston. Uh, man, Houston. Uh, let me see here. Minnesota last night, 4-2 to loss. And uh, let me see, on a four-game losing streak right now, only an 18% chance of winning. Dylan Bundy against Framber Valdez. Now, Framber Valdez last loss, July 9th against Oakland. So, yeah, Framber's been uh, money in the bank. 
Okay. Straight cash, homie. Yeah, he's been straight cash. I do like the uh, strolls here today, especially at 69% chance of winning. And Milwaukee, you poke the bear in game one, <laughs> you get hey, you get the horns in game two. Look at that. 10 to 1 final. Adrian Hauser up against Andrew Heaney today of the Dodgers. A 70.8% chance of winning compared to 27.8 for Milwaukee. And uh, looking at uh, the numbers, 8.97 is the total that I have landing on. And the total is at 85. The Kogold in this game at 46%. I'm going to go with the Dodgers in game number um, in game number three. And as Stone Cold would say for Major League Baseball. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. He said so, and that is my forecast, my preview for today, August 24th in Major League Baseball. All right, let's go to the top five sports betting options and uh i like to have a um who's the man here uh who's gonna punch my formula is this we go out we hit people in the mouth yeah let's see we're gonna hit in the mouth today with our uh our top five sports betting picks and let's go to major league baseball and the way you get the sports betting market options is you go to the website you go to top 25 and then you go to the pull down menu pick the uh the league of your choice and uh coming in at number five today and again, this is like uh, the stocks. If you're into stocks or crypto, this is, uh, I look at teams like assets, right? I don't look who they're playing against. I'm looking at this team as one asset. So today, San Francisco, they'd be like Tesla, right? Or they'd be like Zoom stock or whatever. Um, is this stock, you know, are, are they in a good situation today? And you know the old saying, right? You buy low, you sell high. And for San Francisco, neutral five days, taking on Detroit. <laughs> Detroit, hey, I know you guys are... Now, every time I say Detroit, now I'm going to start laughing, just thinking of you guys with that D-type team in Detroit. 51.8% um, chance today for San Francisco. Cleveland taking on San Diego. Neutral eight days. I do like San Diego, though, in this one. 32.8% chance of winning. 32.9, sorry. And for um, Cleveland, 33-31 and 31 on the road this year. Last three games I've gone under, but uh, I do like San Diego. Cle uh, uh, Philadelphia, what a game last night against Cincinnati. They were down 7-6. to six. They tied it in the uh, in the ninth, and then they won it. And I love the uh, the celebration after. Um, that was a great win if you're a Phillies fan. Today I got them winning at 70.7%, but uh, you're going to have to lay a uh, house mortgage at minus 250. Baltimore, plus 100 against the White Sox. I do like the O's here today. And uh, neutral 11 days, so yeah, 48.8% chance of winning. I do like Baltimore. There's Texas, C-type team against Colorado with Martin Perez on the uh, in the hill. Neutral 11 days. A 48% chance of winning, and that is your top five sports betting options today for a Wednesday, wacky Wednesday. It is August 24th. All right, here we go. We're gonna um, go to bullpenpicks.com. This is where a lot of the uh, the pickers who, uh, who, to me, I think the, the people who play at bullpen are diehard baseball fans, right? So if you go to bullpenpicks.com and you want to follow some of the uh, best baseball pickers like Art 55, Magnums. And I'm going to put in my picks. I'm going to show you how it works. You go here, and on the slider button, you put your confidence level. Every time you slide it, you see the number changes. You put your confidence level. I'm going to go Atlanta with Kyle Wright at 61%. I'm going to go Logan Webb at 55% against Matt Manning. I'm going to go to Colorado. The, the cores, I think this one here, um, you know, because it's cores and Colorado plays better uh, at home than on the road. Back when I look at Colorado, Rockies here. At home this year, 36 and 31, 18 and 39 on the road. I'm going to go to Colorado. Like him, don't love him, 52%. 
I'm going to go with Jesus Lazardo, 55%. I'm going to go with Blake Snell here at uh, 56% against Cal Quantrill. I think this one comes down to the bullpen. Um, George Kirby, I'm going to go 63% against Washington Hannibal Sanchez. I'm going to go with the, uh, speaking of uh, Sanchez, Christopher Sanchez, the Phillies at 59%. I'm going to go with Spencer Watkins, 58% against Lucas Giolito and the White Sox. Um, this one's tough. What did I say I was going to take here? I'm going to lean with the uh, uh, Pepto-Bismol here. 53% on the Blue Jays. Rays, got, going to go with the Rays, Shane McClanahan, even though he hasn't been uh, as sharp as he was in the first half prior to the All-Star break. Still going to uh, ride the uh, the Rays here at 56%. I'm going to go with St. Louis, uh, 61%. I'm going to take Houston here, 62% with Fran Valdez. Zach 10-gallon hat. going to go 55% over Brady Singer. And I'm going to go with the uh, Dodgers. 63%. Survey says save those picks. Then what you want to do is go to your following page and you can see people have already made their selections. So what you do is you compare your picks. So here's the top three pickers right now. And let me see how many different I got with those guys. One, two, um, no, two to one. Nona. I only got two different with these guys. So that's good. That's good. I like that. All right. So there you have it. That is a bullpenpicks.com. And uh, it's Allen Iverson time. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? It's not silly. It's called the 80% Club. And uh, what we do in this uh, segment is we give you the ba- uh, the, ba- the best stats and trends of the day for a uh, August 24th. And look at that. Tampa Bay is sitting at number one. 13-1 and one as a minus 260, 280 home favorite when they're a home favorite last 10 years. The Phillies... 12 and 1 as a minus 240, 260 home favorite versus non division foes since 1996. And the reason why you're getting these high uh, percentage plays because of the, the money line. Obviously, teams uh, minus 240 are going to win. So let me go a little bit lower, even get some good ones here. Uh, Dodgers 9 and 1 the month of August. The Blue Jays 9 and 1 as a 160, 180 road favorite, coming off a win against a right handed starting pitcher the last seven years for 90%. That's pretty uh, solid right there. All right, here you go, Tiger fans. The unders, 12-1-1. and one and one. So 12 unders, one over, one push for Detroit as a 120-140 home underdog coming off a loss in game one of his series the last 10 years. And let's finish on a high note right here. Let's go 11-2 um, for the San Francisco Giants as a 140-160 road favorite versus a non-division opponent the last four years. And that, my friend, is the, uh, the Rain Report Fun Facts 80% Club. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? I think that's the best part of that clip. How silly is that? Oh, we got uh, got a little bit of a... Uh, let me see here. I got to remove that. That. And we'll remove that. All right. Here we go. Oh, we got some more. There we got a... Perfect. All right. Uh, yeah, so we took care of that. It's. I even got to do a, a little bit of um, about uh, moderator. Got to be a moderator too sometimes. Don't bet against. Uh, don't. So John says don't. Uh, so we don't bet against eight type teams, bullish teams right home. That's correct. Yep, absolutely. All right, that's uh, one of the rules. All right, there you have it. That is the show for a uh, Wednesday, August twenty fourth. Again, hope you guys enjoyed the show. And if you want to take advantage of uh, you know with college football NFL coming and you want a membership here at ATSDAS.com, 
a one-week membership. Yeah, you're going to break the bank at $4.99, and you can get the uh, get the, um, the membership right here just by signing up at ATSStats.com. All right, uh, we'll be back here on a Thursday Thursday. We'll have Ross Benjamin in the house, and we'll be talking some college football, NFL. I'm looking forward to uh, talking with Ross. And uh, as Harry Carey would say, Hello again, everybody. Harry Carey from Rigby Field on a beautiful day for baseball. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. Joe, own the Chiefs. Owns. 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 I don't know. Struggling. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Great cash, homie. Holy cow! It's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. What the hell's going on out here? Woo! If you smell! But the rock is cooking. That's the bottom line. Just Stone Cold said so. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. Them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. <laughs>